Well, amen. Let's talk leadership. Let's talk leadership. Amen. Well, I'm glad to be here tonight. And tonight, I want to talk about a subject, man, is, that is, it's, 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 it's been greatly debated in the leadership circles. And I love talking with experts uh, and other guys like myself, amen, who, who are experts in the area as we talk about this subject. And the question is, it's been asked for hundreds of years, if not thousands. And that is, are leaders born or made? Are leaders born or made? That is a question that's been debated throughout the centuries. And there are good arguments on both sides. Okay? So we're going to talk about that tonight. And we're going we're gonna to deal with that from the aspect of certain traits. We're going to talk about certain traits or certain theories rather, certain leadership theories that, 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 that are out there in the leadership circles. We're going to talk about the great man theory. We're going to talk about the trait theory. We're going to talk about behavioral theory and situational theory to talk about and dive into this question of are leaders born and made. There was a famous football coach named Vince Lombardi uh, who uh, back in the 60s coached the Green Bay Packers and uh, matter of fact, the, they just had the Super Bowl, what, a couple of weeks, a week and a half ago. Um, and the winner of the Super Bowl gets what is called the Vince Lombardi Trophy. So, so to show you the status that Lombardi had, he, he's the one who the, 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 the championship trophy is named now. He's a tremendous coach, admitted at one point considered the greatest coach of all time. Obviously, since that time, others have came and eclipsed him. But no doubt he's great. But I want to listen to a quote from Vince Lombardi, and I quote, he says, leaders aren't born, they are made. And they are made just like anything else, through hard work. What he is basically saying is that leaders are not born. You have to become that through hard work, through diligence, through study, and through all the discipline and determination and passion and all the things that go with it. I believe that Lombardi has a point there, but others will contend that, well, there are some people that are born with just those, they just got that it factor, that leadership factor. They got that, that, that little thump, I like to call it sometimes. Matter of fact, we call it, they're just natural born leaders. And so that's the question. Are leaders born or made? Do they have it automatically, or is it something that can be developed? I believe the answer to this question is both. I believe there's, there's an argument for both, and I believe that both are right. I believe that there's certain leaders that are born. They have that innate. Now, that doesn't mean that because they have that, they don't need to continue to develop their leadership. It's not like you can just, I got this, I never develop it, never work at it, never uh, work on the traits and all of that, and you're just going to become. No. You have that it factor, but you still got to work on the it factor. Then there are others that may not have the it factor, but through mentoring, through training, through education, through discipline, through study, and the various things that happen, they can become, they can become good leaders. So, are leaders born or made? History has shown us both sides of this coin, okay? Now, let's talk about it. What I want to do tonight is compare and contrast uh, the concept of natural-born leaders with made leaders, because there's some leaders that are made. And again, these come out of what we call the theories. 
The first theory we're talking about is called the great man theory. Great, G-R-E-A-T, the great man theory. Now, this theory focuses on the notion that leaders are born and not made. They just got it. They don't have to work at it. They are born with this innate ability to lead, to, to take over situations, to just, to, just, to just manifest and do what they need to do. They are born with the necessary traits to become a great leader. Now, this particular theory got real popular and got its greatest grasp on the cultural mind in the 1800s. And most of the great leaders of that day pushed this theory. And so, therefore, for many years, this was the main theory out there, the great man theory. Okay? One man, his name is Thomas Carlyle. He was probably one of the most significant ones in pushing this theory. Listen to what Carlisle says, and I quote. Here's what I quote. He says, he says, and this one quote captures the spirit of this theory, the great man theory. And I quote from Thomas Carlisle, the history of the world is but a biography of great men. He believed, he said that the history of the world and when you study world history, all you get is the biography of great men. And so that's where the great man theory comes from. So they believe in the great man theory that leaders, they just got it. They're born with it. Don't have to be made. They just do it. There's a second theory that kind of reinforces the belief on this side. It's called the trait theory. What the trait theory believes is somewhat similar to the great man theory, but the trait theory believes that uh, leaders are born with these certain traits that help them become good leaders. Uh, it, 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 they, they have these traits they're born with, and it helps them to succeed in their leadership role. Some of the examples of traits that they believe that leaders are born with that make them great leaders, uh, they believe that they're born with the trait of self-confidence. And, and I believe that all these traits, great leaders must have. You can't be a great leader and don't have self-confidence. You got to believe in yourself. Okay. So, so, so trait theory believes that they are born with these traits, self-confidence. Extroversion. That means you're an extrovert. I, I find it difficult to be a great leader and be an introvert because of the fact that you have to deal with, move around, relate to multitudes of people, many people. And so if you're an introvert, withdrawn into yourself and don't want to be around, it's going to be hard to lead at a high level, great level. My greatness now. You know, you, you can stick you can, I, I know leaders who are introvert and they're leaders, but if you're going to lead at a high level and lead multitudes, you have to have some extroversion. And they, they believe that. I, I follow that. They believe the trait of courage. Great leaders have courage. The capacity to motivate people. These are all traits that under the trait theory, they believe that leaders are born with and it helped them succeed in their uh, leadership. Uh, another one is assertiveness. They believe that great leaders are assertive. They take action. They're aggressive. They go at it. They're not passive. They don't sit back and wait for things to happen. 
They are aggressive. They are assertive. They make things happen. I'm with all these traits. Adaptability means that they have the ability to adapt, have the ability to change to the environment around them. If the if the environment they're leading in changes, they change with it. You know, I, I like to use the um, 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 example of of, of 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 Coach Nick Saban. I live in in, in Alabama, home where the Crimson Tide resides, and Coach Saban just retired a few 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 maybe a month ago, weeks ago, however, and by many considered you know the greatest coach, if not the greatest, one of the top two. That you know, he, but he's in he's in the category. When you talk about great coaches in of, of college football history. Obviously, Nick Saban's name is at the very top of that list, okay? And I have watched Coach Saban being here from Alabama, so you see him every day almost on the news, and you're just inundated with Alabama football and Nick Saban because in the state of Alabama, Alabama football is a, is a, is a, is like a denomination. It's a religion, okay? Hallelujah. All right, now, but I've seen Coach Saban, who's a hard-nosed, Discipline, uh, authoritarian, disciplinary, and that was his process to get the job done. But I've seen change. I've seen this. I've seen the, the attitude of players change. And this this player today is a different player than was thirty years ago. They don't take that hard nose discipline. They don't. They don't have the same uh, mindset. It's, it's just a different day. And some good coaches are out of coaching today because they couldn't adapt. They couldn't change with the environment. They want to keep the old way. And the same will happen with leaders. When leaders try to lead in a, in a, with old methods in a new situation, it doesn't work. But Coach Saban survived the, because I saw him make adaptions. He adapted to the culture. He adapted to what he was doing. He adapted to the system. Great leaders have that trait. We're going to adapt. Decisiveness. The trait theory believes that great leaders are decisive. They make decisions. There'll be a podcast on down the road, probably several, where we talk about decisions. Because at the end of the day, the major thing about leadership is leadership. leaders have to make decisions. And the higher you go in leadership, the higher level you lead, the greater the decisions you got to make. I often tell people like this, if you don't like making decisions, don't get in leadership. Because leadership is all about making decisions. And sometimes it's a lonely road because you got to make them decisions all by yourself. You got to look at the landscape, you got to look at what's happening, and you got to make the best decision, amen, uh, uh, for the organization, for the church, or whatever you're dealing with. Sometimes them decisions are strategy decisions, sometimes they are financial decisions, sometimes they are people decisions. I'm the hardest because you got to make people decisions. Who do, I, who do I keep on the bus? Who do I take off the bus? Got to make decisions. And so you're lonely out there making them decisions, knowing, knowing full well that whatever decision you make is going to be second-guessed and it's going to be criticized. But as a leader, you got to make them. The great ones don't delay lead, making the decision. As a matter of fact, I, I see it like this here. A delayed decision sometimes is no decision. And to make no decision is an abandonment of your leadership responsibility. Leaders make decisions. 
People look at us. Why, as a leader, we have to be level-headed. You can't be on an emotional roller coaster in your in your in your emotions and psyche, because you gotta stay level when everybody else is freaking out. Leaders have to make decisions. The great ones are decisive. So that's what the trait. That's what the trait theory says. That they're born with this. So, but there's a, there's two other theories that kind of on the opposite spectrum of the trait theory and the great man theory. And one is called behavior theory. Now what the behavior theory proposes is that great leaders are born, propose that great leaders are the opposite. They are not born, they are made. They are made by the behaviors and they are born, they, although they have qualities of leadership, those qualities are made by the behaviors that they practice. The behavior theory basically says that individuals can learn leadership through observation, experience, and teaching. Think about that again. According to the behavior theories, leader, they believe that individuals can be, learn to become leaders through observation, experience, and teaching. There's validation to that. Observation, that's learning. That's watching someone else. I, I often say this in my, in my church setting when I'm talking to leaders and I'm training leaders in my church. I say, you know what? More is caught than taught. If you watch a leader and walk with a leader, guess what? You'll catch a whole lot. A lot of what I've learned in leadership, I, I learned by observation of leadership. I watch leaders. I, I, I love it. I love leadership. I watch leaders. You know, uh, if I, I love sports, okay? I love sports. And so I, lo I love all sports, football, basketball, baby, I watch it all. So I love to watch coaches and leaders in tough situations, the decisions they make. If it's football, I'm watching the quarterback on the field who's a leader, how he responds when pressure comes. I look at politicians when, when crisis comes to a, a, a city, the mayor, or, or, or a nation. I love it. I, I love leadership. You know, here in Birmingham, Alabama, I am the chaplain for the uh, Clay Chalkwood football team. Uh, they just won the state championship. We won two out of the last three. And, and I've been up close and personal for every one of them at every game on the sideline. In, you, know, you know, I speak to the team every Thursday. But I got to know the coaching staff. I know those guys good. And I, and I watched the head coach and the other. I watched their leadership every time that we had a tough situation and we were challenged. How they respond. I watch leadership. Their leadership in key situations. I watch when we're in tight games and the season on the line in the championship game. What do they say when they're coming at halftime? Leader. I'm watching for leadership. I'm looking for leadership. And so I'm observing. I watch when I look at movies. I look for the leaders in the movie. What's the leadership principles in the movie that I'm watching? Okay. So, yes, leadership can be learned by observation. Watching. It also can be learned uh, 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 through, through, through experience, the things we experience. You know, the, 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 the stuff, the you know, experience is a great teacher because you might have made a mistake here in your leadership, but the next time that thing pops around, guess what? You're ready for it. You're on point. You got it. Won't happen again because I learned from that. Experience and teaching. That means sitting down, listening to a podcast like this, learning principles, being taught leadership being taught what these theories are. That's behavior. So I do believe that leadership can be taught. Now, there's another leadership theory called situational leadership. 
and that and that and that and that's that theory believes the folks of the theory is that leaders can adjust and adopt to the situation. The situation makes them leaders. I heard Martin Luther King once say that when he went to Montgomery to, to, to support Rosa Parks in the boycott when they she was from the back of the bus, he didn't go there to become a national leader. He didn't go there to lead a nationwide uh, uh, protest and, and, and a civil rights movement that would usher in change in America. He went there in support. But when he got there, the situation thrust him into leadership at a high level. It thrust him. So that, that's kind of a situational. He was put in a situation and he had to lead. Brings me back to my next point, a point I want to say earlier. A leader's born and made. I believe that they're both. They're born and they're made. But here's what I do believe. Here's the difference is. I believe that the great ones, the ones that are the world changes, are the world leaders, okay? And, 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 and Martin Luther King was certain to be in that category. Uh, 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 Abraham Lincoln would fit that category. Uh, 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 Gandhi would fit that category. People that affect the world. I believe that those guys are born with something. You don't get to that level just with nothing and then you just build it. I think there's something got to be there anyway. There's something there that you're born with that, that, that sets you apart. So I believe the great, I believe anybody can be a, be a leader and you can be made into a good leader. But to be a great world changer, I believe that that's, a, that's an innate ability. Now we can debate that, but that's, that's my situation. And it, it, it kind of works like this here. If you were to take, because here's, here's the problem. Leaders always emerge. You ain't never got to worry about what a leader is because leaders will always, they cannot stay submerged. They always rise to the top. I'm going to say that again for y'all. You never have to worry about leadership and, who, and where leaders are because leaders always emerge. They cannot stay at the bottom. They pull up. Here's the a, here's a point. You can take, in, in the studio with me right now, is my, my son, Nathan. He's 11 years old. You can take Nathan and seven other or eight other 11-year-olds and throw them out there in the park to play and just let them start playing. Within five to ten minutes, out of that group of 11-year-olds, without, without any direction or anybody appointing, I guarantee you within five minutes, a leader will emerge, and there'll be one person, all of them following. You can take eight-year-olds and do the same thing in the, in the playground. Put, three, put seven or eight eight-year-olds out there, and I guarantee you, a leader will emerge. You can take ten adults and put them in a the room and say, here's a project y'all got to work on. And it won't be long before a leader will emerge. You can take 10 pastors who are all leaders in their own right, in their own right, stick them in a room and begin to talk about something. And out of those leaders, guess what? A leader of leaders will emerge. Leaders always emerge. It just happens. Because they just do. It's just what leaders do. So now let me get ready to close tonight. Leaders are born and leaders are made. But there are some people who I call just natural born leaders. They just are endowed with that innate skill and ability 
to do it. It just comes easy to them. It's like they can wake up in the morning, wake up in the middle of the night, and do it. It's just just there. Let me give you a couple of characteristics of what I call a natural-born leader. Natural-born leaders, they they are motivators. They they motivate. Okay? They inspire others to want to do things. They just naturally, they, they, they can get people to move. They can, they, can, they, can, they can spur people to action. Natural born leaders are motivators. They ain't got to jumpstart people. They just know how to do it. They got, that, they, they got that innate passion for what they do, and that passion is translated to other people. Natural born leaders motivate. Second characteristic of natural born leaders is they build trust. Just like I said, there'll be a podcast down the road about decisions. There'll be another about trust. Because trust is a foundation of leadership. You lose trust, you lost it all. Matter of fact, you, when you lose the trust of the people you lead, you done lost your leadership. It's over. As we just say back, I'm from South Carolina, we just say my, my uncles used to go hunting and they'd take the dogs out to hunt rabbits, squirrels, and coons and all that stuff. And after a long day, and they haven't caught nothing, they would say something like this here, you can call in the dogs, the hunt's over. Call the dogs in, because the hunt's over. And that's what I feel about leaders who've lost trust. You can call the dogs in, because the hunt's over. When people have lost trust in you, the hunt's over. Call in the dogs. Natural-born leaders build trust. The next thing is they have great energy. They are, they, are, they are movers. They have positive, active energy that, that, and enthusiasm that, 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 that motivates people, that ignites people. They are not lazy. They are not, they are not just laid back and, you know, you got to. No, they have, they have tremendous energy, and that energy is contagious, people, natural-born leaders. And, again, brings back here. Here's another characteristic of natural-born leaders. They're just great decision makers. They make the decisions. They make the tough ones, but they make the good ones. And sometimes people don't always see when they make them decisions, but it's a good one. It's a game changer. The great ones make decisions. It's an important. Every leader needs the skill of decision making because that's what natural born leaders do. They make the decisions for two ways, from the facts and from intuition. They first look at the facts, and sometimes they don't have the facts. They're blind, but they have tuition. Great leaders have great tuition. Natural leaders have great intuition. They feel the thing. I feel this is the right thing to do, and they do it. Oh, I can talk about this all day. Listen, my time is just about up. But listen, are leaders born or made? I asked my wife this question today as I was giving her this podcast. I said, baby, she, I said, the podcast tonight. She said, what's the podcast? I said, are leaders born or made? And she said, both. I said, you got it. That's it, answer. It is both. They are born and they are made. And, in the, and then also in the words of my wife, I quote, she said, but the great ones, like it is, believe, they have a destiny moment. They have destiny in them. They have something in them that sets them apart. And so, amen, I believe that. So leaders are both born and leaders are both made. They have it naturally sometimes, but leadership can be developed, it can be learned, and it can be taught. Leaders 
are born and leaders are made. Well, listen, my time is up. Can't wait to get back with you on next week. Listen, don't forget, go to BGTV Studios. I believe it's studios.church.center. Uh, yes, do studio, BGTV studios.churchcenter.com forward slash giving and be a supportive of this great uh, uh, outreach that God has given Brad Grayton. And also you can text at the text number there also on the screen. Listen, continue to support the podcast on this on the station. Don't forget, tell your friends about it. Subscribe, like, and follow. Hey, can't wait till next week. We'll pick up on another great leadership subject. This is your host, Dr. P. Ronald Wilder, reminding you that leadership matters. And above all, leaders lead.